You guys, I am super excited about today's episode. Listen, we are about to tap into a episode where we're digging deep into the codes and we're doing that from a perspective of digging deep into one of my favorite virtual mentors in the world that has really helped me to build out my business from a place of authenticity. So y'all get ready to go deep as we learn lessons from the one and only Tyler Perry and how he has honed his creativity to create generational wealth. We go deep in this episode. So get your pen and paper because this is going to really shift the way that you're showing up in your business and help you to unlock your unique codes to create generational wealth. Let's get into this thing. What's up, leader? Welcome to the Gifted Entrepreneur Show, the dopest podcast on the planet that explores the world of Christian entrepreneurship and reveals secrets to unlocking your unique codes to create generational wealth. I'm your host, LaDondra Hervey, wife, mom, award-winning author, and Christian business coach who's excited to take you on a transformational journey of taking bold steps to unlock your unique gifts and pursue your entrepreneurial dreams with unwavering faith. Buckle up. It's time to make your dreams of creating generational wealth a reality. I am super excited about today's episode as we are talking about a topic that's near and dear to my heart and really going into this topic from the standpoint of one of my virtual mentors who I have listened to for over the duration of my career in business and this entrepreneur is a business leader who is making just some dynamic strides in the marketplace. And as you've heard, he's one of those who have come from nothing, but has built a billion dollar enterprise. Listen to this, billion with a B. And so for those of you who really know my heart, we do these type things because I want us to really make the idea of building generational wealth, a tangible reality, and for us to really dig deep into those who have gone before us and who have built successful kingdom enterprises and are doing it in a way that is authentic to them. They are stepping into their unique gifts They're stepping into their unique brilliance and they're doing it again, God's way. And so y'all, we're going to be tapping into none other than Tyler Perry. We're doing a case study with lessons learned from Tyler Perry and how he honed his creativity to create generational wealth. Now for Each one of us, generational wealth is something different from a monetary standpoint. But we have a saying around here where we say that generational wealth is generational wisdom passed down from generation to generation. That generational wisdom, it starts with the wisdom of the Bible, the foundational principles and standing on those. 
and then building outwardly from there. And there are some who are our kingdom brothers and sisters who have just done a phenomenal job in being an example of what that has looked like. And so we're going to tap into what that is and what that's going to look like for you. And you're going to get a kingdom blueprint case study as it relates to the code. So I hope that you are ready to dig in and to dig deep. But before we do, y'all, I am just blown away by the love that you guys have given towards this podcast. Listen, we have launched out there and within 48 hours, we have over 68 amazing reviews, five-star reviews and how this content is helping you. Please continue to share and to put the word out because your reviews help us to rank and hire so that Apple and other podcast distribution uh, channels will share our content out and we are able to reach other kingdom builders. So I want to just share the love uh, from one of those who have graciously shared a review with Jazlyn, with Jazletic. She said, so many gems in one sitting. My business is booming because of them. If you want to get full, please listen to these kingdom gems sent straight from heaven. So much clarity and keys that you may be missing in your business are in these topics of discussion and these episodes. You will never find another. LaDondra and her crew are so amazing at what they do. They have helped my business grow. And so I want to just do a quick shout out to, again, Jazlyn with Jazletics. Thank you for that amazing review. Y'all go check her out. Y'all, we are about to get into this segment, and our segment one is from pressure to purpose. And you know my heart behind from pressure to purpose. That from pressure to purpose is about us walking out of that place to where we're working for God, which is a place of pressure. And we're so busy with all the distraction and all of the worldly concerns that we're not working from God. And around here, we believe that working from God is working in flow with God, being connected to God as the vine. And the word flow for us is an acronym. It's following the leading of wisdom. And we know that wisdom is from Christ. It is from the Bible. It is following his principles. And what I found is that many times as we're along our journey, of building that generational wealth and discovering what that's like for us as kingdom business builders, many of us find ourselves building from a place of pressure. Now, this is not something that we try to just intend to do, but we end up doing it. And it puts us in a place to where it cuts off our creativity and it cuts us off from being in true relationship and true connection with Christ. And y'all know that I just love the scripture for Luke 10 through 38, which is it talks about the story of Mary and Martha and how Mary went and she sat at the Lord's feet and was listening to what he had to say. And Martha was distracted with all the preparations that had to be made. 
And she found herself in a place to where she was so distracted with just doing all the things that she ended up getting upset with her sister. And she's like, Lord, like you're not upset with her that she's not doing the work and I'm in here working by myself. Come tell her to help me. And with that, we find something, Jesus responds to her. He said, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. And Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken from her. Y'all, as we step into this episode of From Pressure to Purpose, I want you all to really think about something. I want to really hone in on the part where he talks about Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. And so when we look at that, Martha was operating from a spirit of tradition. She was going from what she was traditionally expected to do as someone coming to your home, you are expected to prepare a meal and to do all the things that tradition told her to do. And you find in this that the dynamic is where Martha, she was in tradition. Mary broke the norms of tradition. One was in pressure. She was working for God and distracted by all the things. And one was coming from God. She was sitting at the feet of God and really allowing God to build her up. As we tap into today's portion of this, I want to ask how many of us have been building our businesses from tradition? And those walls of tradition are really hindering us from building a true relationship with Christ. And if we really want to build true and lasting success, generational wealth, it comes from being in a true relationship with the one who gives all things and the one who makes all things possible. And so we got to get to a place to where we are really flowing from him. And in order for us to truly flow from him, we have to break down those walls of tradition. Now, I looked up tradition in the Cambridge Dictionary, and it's defined as a belief, a principle or way of acting that people in a particular society or group have continued to follow for a long time. And so the opposite of that is to break tradition is to not behave as usual. And what I found is that along my journey and my own walk as an entrepreneur and as a Christian as well, because here around here we do faith and business together, tradition makes things complex. It's like when you're in tradition, if you feel like you're jumping through loops and hoops and It puts you in a place to where you're going through the motions and really you miss the opportunity to be in relationship, to be present with the father. Just as Martha, she was going through the motions of the traditions that have been passed down to her from woman to woman, Jew to Jew, and from citizen to citizen that she didn't understand that being in the presence of God, that that was the thing that was the most important thing at that point in that season and in that moment, right? Because he wasn't going to always be with her, right? Martha was distracted, it says. And when we look at the word distracted in the dictionary, and I'm breaking some things down because I want us to really go here. 
in the Collins Dictionary, it says, if you are distracted, you are not concentrating on something because you are worried or are thinking about something else. So when we are in traditions, traditions put us in in a place to where we start to be, we're distracted from the the thing that we really should be putting our focus on. We're distracted in this scenario. Martha was distracted from focusing on Christ because she was doing the traditional thing. She was conforming to the norms. And so when we think about those traditions, those traditions are the habits, the routines, the thought patterns. And I want to ask you, what are those traditions that you have set up in your business that have become barriers from you having a true relationship with Christ? Is some of those, it, it could be things like jumping out of bed in a rush without getting grounded first and starting your day with praise and thanksgiving. You guys, this is one of the most important things that you can do. Instead of jumping out of the bed in haste and you're out of breath before the day has even started, you just take a simple moment to say, thank you, God. Thank you for this day. Thank you for waking me up. Thank you for giving me a sound mind. Just start your day with thanksgiving and being grounded. But many of us are in the tradition of just waiting to setting that alarm and hitting it and putting on snooze and waiting to the last minute that we wake up to wake up. And then we wake up in a haste and we're jumping out of bed and we're in a rush and we're rushing out the door to only get in traffic. And now we're rushing to our next destination and we're in haste and not in Thanksgiving. We're distracted from the one who makes all things possible. We're distracted with worry and we're worried about the next thing that now we're in a rush and we're racing against time when we could have flipped the script and started our day with praise and thanksgiving. Maybe you've created a tradition in your own life the where the first thing you do is you check your phone or you're tuning into the noise of the world, the news or the newspaper or looking at your bank account and the, instead of being present with the word. And when you do that, the word is Jesus Christ himself. He is the word, right? And so when we do that, we expose our mind to negativity first, instead of really allowing our mind to, to be grounded again and come from a, a place of a blessing, a place of authority, a place of tuning into the voice of God. And just simply asking, what say you, God? What say you, instead of looking at at the news and seeing what the news say, or looking at our phone to see what our bank account is telling us or not telling us, or what the Dow is telling us, or what what social media is saying. And a lot of times when you tune in, the first thing you see is something negative. Instead of doing that, what if we tuned into the voice of God and we asked God, what is his desire for us in this day? Or maybe we've made the routine of performing and we are in performance-based behavior and we've created a tradition and a lifestyle of busyness and that busyness has become the distraction. And again, we're like Martha, we're working for the Lord instead of from the Lord. And so what we'll find is that when we're not working from tradition and we're not in that place of distraction and we really break down those walls, we really find that a relationship is the simple way.
It's about being in you just being and you focusing on the one who makes all things possible, the one who is the source of all things. So as we wrap this part of it up, I want you to just think about this. Traditions can become barriers to an intimate relationship with Christ. We have the option to step back into purpose and make cultivating a relationship with Christ our priority. From there, everything else will be added. Everything else will be added. So I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you to move from pressure and to move into purpose and make that exchange from distraction and busyness to a true relationship with Christ. All right, you guys, I hope that you've been blessed by that segment and that you really take that in. And you really allow it to penetrate your heart because I'm not just doing that portion just for you to hear this. I want you to hear it and allow it to be transforming in the way that you show up in your life and in your business. The world will tell us to do all the things. But again, the Lord tells us that only few things are needed or indeed only one. And so let's just make the one our priority. Okay, are y'all excited? I'm excited because we're about to tap into the kingdom blueprint for success. And so this is the segment where, segment two, where we are we cracking the codes to create generational wealth using our God-given gifts. And so this is where we get to pull back the curtains behind a successful entrepreneur and really understand the, their kingdom blueprint, what they're doing to monetize their gifts and to, which is creativity, to step into their operations, which is the O of codes and really to cultivate a dominion mindset, which is the D and then tapping into the E and creating expansion. And then the S of the codes is to scale their business. And so we're going to do that by really tapping into a case study or a blueprint behind the lessons learned from Tyler Perry as he has honed his creativity to create generational wealth. Now, again, for me, Tyler Perry has been significant along my journey. And so this is not someone that I'm just throwing out there to you. You know Tyler Perry, many of you. If you don't, please take time to go and listen to his story because you will truly be inspired by the way that he does business. And so I want to introduce a, a quick clip um, to this particular part of our segment because this, this particular clip is really going to open up your eyes and really help us to tap into that next level of our conversation as we are elevating and to our next level of business. So I knew uh, I was without in the further ado, right here we are. One day I started getting notes from people. This was before email. who had seen the show. They would say, this really touched me. This really helped me. They started telling me how it had changed their lives, how they were moved by it. Then I realized, wait a second, this story that I'm telling about these adult survivors getting over things, this isn't just about me or where I come from. It's a healing for many people. I saw it, I got it, and it hit me, and my intention changed. At that moment, it was no longer about making enough money to take care of anybody. It became about what it did for the people who saw it, who saw themselves. My entire intention changed in 1998, and everything in my life shifted after that. I was still doing the same show. 
I'm still doing the same things, but because my intention changed, my purpose in what I was doing, this four had changed. Y'all, I really love that segment of that clip because with this particular part, he says that as we're talking about breaking down the codes, the very first part of that is we're tapping into our creativity. And so many of us have found ourselves in that place to where we are, we're trying to really understand what that is. And, and many of us have a lot of creative ideas and it's like, okay, what, what do I focus on first? And then also like, I've been doing the work. You may find yourself in a place to where you feel like you've been doing the work, but then you're not seeing the results for the work that you've been putting out. And the very first thing that I wanted to bring up and in this portion of it, as we're talking about the creativity is that he started that clip by saying he knew he was onto something when he started to receive letters. He started to receive affirmation from his audience and them saying and sharing with him how his, his work has been transformational to their life and how it's helped them to, to really to heal. And what he, what he talked about is he said that he started, started to understand how to change his intention, right? And so the, before this clip, this is where he was doing an inaugural speech for the uh, Tuskegee University graduates. And he was, he was talking about in this particular portion of it and how like he had been trying everything and, and, and he had put his plays out there and he felt like there wasn't working and and what it and when you he was questioning like what do you do when you've put out all the work and you've put out all this time and effort and and things are not working and so basically he found himself at a crossroads in his journey like many of us find ourselves we find ourselves in a crossroad where we've been putting out the effort we've been putting out the time we've been putting out the energy but then for some reason we are not seeing the input the output is not equaling the input and so when the output is not equaling the input we start to feel like a failure we start to feel like what that what we have is not good enough and we start to question that which has been put in our hand to create we start to question the gift that god has given us and he had found himself in this place to where he started to question where he was but then he kept after getting that those letters and hearing his audience he realized that his intention his focus was in the wrong place that he had his focus was more about making using his play to make enough money to help his mom and to pay the bills and then he and he was just using his story and talking about where he came from and it was mostly from a singular perspective. But when he heard those stories, that perspective changed, his intention changed. And so his focus is shifted to what does the, the plays do for other people who saw it? And what did the play do for those who saw themselves? He's it's shifted from it just being about his story, but it be, it becoming about the people and, and how they saw themselves. 
and what they would gain from the plays that they saw. His intention changed to it becoming about the healing. And he would use the vehicle of healing to really inspire others to overcome their trauma. And he would do that through faith and sharing about forgiveness and, and laughter would be an outlet for them to really release some of their pain and really to allow that to be an outlet for again, healing his, when he says these exact words, he said that when his intention changed, he shifted from it being his purpose. It was like, so when his intention changed, his purpose changed and the focus became, how do I serve other people? And from me, it became from me to focusing on them. How many of us have found ourselves in that place to where we're at that crossroads again? And it's like, okay, I'm trying all the things. But what I will tell you is that when you're a really creative mind, one thing that you really want to do is to hone that creativity in with a narrow focus. Focus your creativity on what is it, what has the God given you the gift to do and how is it to serve others? And when we can do that type of deep work, it moves it to be, from being about us and how we're going to take care of our family and how this is going to benefit us to how is this going to truly benefit my audience and how is my audience going to walk away? Because what we'll realize is that the Lord, in it, the, the Bible tells us that we, he gives us gifts to build up one another. And so he started to realize that if I could use my gift of creativity, my gift of writing, my my gift of healing others through laughter, then what, what will happen is, is then this will shift my purpose and it will shift my purpose from it being focused on me to me serving others, me building up others. And that you will hear that he talked about that when he did that, then he didn't have to worry about money anymore. He wasn't chasing the dollar anymore. In fact, people started to come to him and he was doing the same play, but it just took off. So if you're in that place and you're trying to figure out like what, what's my next right move and how do I really hone this in? You focus on the one thing. You focus on the one thing and you give that one idea, uh, an intention, a focus. You give that one idea purpose and that makes sure that that purpose is rooted in serving others. All right, let's move into the O of our codes, which is the operations. And when we think about the operations of what Tyler Perry has built, and I want to just go, I want to really focus on the beginning stages of things. His operations was really rooted on building up his play, not his plays. He said his play. And so he really, his business model was surrounding his play. And so when we think about operations, that's that the infrastructure that we create to really elevate our business into the next level. And so the the infrastructure that he created was built around his play. And so he put all of his time and his energy into really making his play successful. 
so much that he funded it with his tax returns. He made a, he said he had a $12,000 tax return and he was to, he took the risk to put all of that into his play and only 30 people showed up. He had an expectation for 1200 people to show up, but only 30 people showed up. And in this business model, he only he only focused on doing one show per year and he was working with different different promoters. Why am I sharing this with you and why is this relevant to our operations? Well, I love that he shared the story about his dad being a, a carpenter and he shared a story about his dad in one of his interviews, his dad being a, a carpenter and all the work that it took for carpenters and those builders to build a, a solid foundation. And he thought about it to himself and he thought like this foundation, it takes all this time. And yet it's the thing that no one, ever, no one sees. And it's not the thing that's even celebrated, but yet it takes the most time. And he went on to say that the importance of the foundation is that it really, it's designed to carry the weight of the, the building. And so the foundation will carry the weight of anything it's designed to hold. And so when we think about our operations, we want to think about that. That's our foundation. And we want our foundation to be set up in a way where it carries the weight of anything that, that is designed to hold. It carries the weight of our gift. It carries the weight of, of our dreams. It carries the weight of the things that God has assigned for us to do. It carries the weight of the seasons because things change from season to season. And it has to be strong enough to hold all of your dreams. And so when we think about our operations, we want to understand, I want you to understand that building out the infrastructure of your business, it is about the commitment over time and you focusing on the one thing and you're building that solid infrastructure over time and understanding what's working, not what, what's not working. And you simplifying your process in a way that serves the intention that uh, of what, who you're serving, the intention of the goal that you're trying to accomplish with your business. And so you want to be really clear on what that looks like, because if you are setting things up and it's all over the place, then what happens is, is that you have a faulty foundation. And when you have a faulty foundation, it's not deep enough. It, it The weight of it, it won't carry the weight of the different levels of success that, that God is actually designed you for, but you may have been moving in so much haste and maybe conforming to the traditions of this world and doing all the things and feeling like, well, I got to, I got to do this and I got to do that. And I got to, um, I got to invest in this business and all the things that you really haven't focused on being aware of your process, the process that God is leading you through to build that multi-million dollar business, that billion dollar business, whatever that looks like for you personally. So what I want you want to ask you, and this was the question that he posed, is ask yourself, how much can my foundation hold? 
And when you ask yourself that, you look at your operations, you look at the infrastructure that you set up, you look at how you are, the, the decisions that you're making on a daily basis, because those decisions are directly in alignment to the way that you're setting up that foundation and the way that you're building that business, your business blueprint to hold the weight of the calling of your assignment. And so I want you to really focus in on that question. Okay. Now, as you focus in on that question, I want us to, I want us to jump into the, the next side of this. We've covered the C, we've covered the O, and we're really going to go off into the, um, the D over here. And as we go into the D, I really want for us to, to talk about, I want to introduce one more clip from uh, Tyler Perry as we really come into this really quick, okay? You know, the question is that a lot of people ask me all the time, how did you make it? How did you make it? Well, I say there's only one answer for that. And I, I say this in press all the time, but people do put it out articles and they or they didn't want to say it, but the truth be told, there's nothing but the grace of God. Nothing but the grace of God. You can plant seeds all day long. You can go around giving your business card to people. You can go around knocking on doors and auditioning. You can do all of that every day of your life. And nothing, there are times for most people, nothing happens. When a seed is planted in the ground, all you can do is water it. You cannot control the sunshine, you cannot control the weather, and you cannot control what the locusts will come and try to destroy it. All you can do is plant your seed in the ground, water it, and believe. That is what allowed me to be in this position. I would stop believing. I planted my seed, I worked really hard, and one idea, and that was to do a play, the other stuff came. My only idea, my only focus was to do my one play. And I knew if I could get that to work, everything else would come to pass. There's so many people who go in so many directions. They, if this week they're doing this, and next week they're doing that, and next week they're doing this, and next week they're going to be in real estate, and next week they're going to open a salon. And those, those kind of people are all over the place, and they're usually trying to get them to focus. In this part, he really talks about the the what does it take to be successful, and in he say that that question is always being posed to him and i love that he starts with the part that we're really tapping into is the dominion mindset tyler perry's success is really on hinges on the fact that he holds a dominion mindset he says that it is nothing but the grace of god it is by the grace of god that he has the success that he has and even though the world would like to bleep that part out, he continues to, to reinforce that and to really remind us that it really is the grace of God. And the grace of God is a thing that has carried him through from season to season. And not only was it the grace of God, but then it was the fact that he believed. He believed that it was possible, right? It's our job to one, put things into its appropriate position and to know that 
God is the first priority and it is by his grace that we succeed. It is by his grace that we have gifts to be able to serve others and to be the business owners that we are. It is by his grace that we are able to accomplish success. It is by his grace. And so I love that he talked about it is that we plant seeds all day. And we, we do that by, we can go around giving out business cards and knocking on doors and, and auditioning and, and building out our funnel and doing all the, the things that we feel like we should do. But the really key part is, is that he says that all you can do is plant your seed in the ground. All you can do is plant that seed of creativity. All you can do is plant that idea in the ground. And after you plant that seed in the ground, then it's our responsibility to water it. We water it through our hard work over time, daily hard work, diligence, commitment. When you really look at Proverbs, it talks a lot about being diligent. And so when we think about us tapping into that next level of success, not only are we believing we have that faith, but we are diligently working. We're coupling our faith with our works, but then understanding it is that belief in God that really is going to, to activate that next level of success. He is the one who creates that acceleration. And so we don't control the sunshine. We don't control the rain. It is God who will give the increase. And when we really look at that, this is one of the biggest hurdles that really we stumble over as Christian business owners is that we are trying to control the outcome. Listen, I've been here. I've done that. I got the t-shirt, the hat and all of that. And we get this, this stuff about, oh, type A, we're driven and you got to want it as bad as you can breathe. You got to do all of this stuff. Yes. But when that's taken out of context, then you start to put yourself in the position of God and you start to think that you can control the outcome and you do it to the point to where you're on burnout and you start to idolize success instead of putting things in its appropriate place and know that God is the source of all things. And all I can do is I can show up and give it, give this day all that I can. I can water, I can I can cultivate, I can till the ground, I can do all the things, but then there's my part and then God, there's God's part and I got to keep showing up and I got to continue to be consistent and trust God to send the rain, trust God to, to send the sunshine, trust God to give the increase. And I understand that there's a, there's a process between where I want to be with the vision he's given me and where I want to be and the promise that he is literally promised and that I get to step into. And so this is the part of where I get to dream and I get to, to have faith. And I love Tyler Perry's motto. It says that a place where even dreams believe. So when you're in that place to where you're feeling like none of it is working, you got to allow yourself to continue to dream and to continue to believe and let those dreams be your strength to propel you into the next level. Let your faith be your that guide that continues to help you to show up and be activated and knowing that God is a God that 
will not lie. He cannot lie. And that he wants to see me walk in this. I'm just, he's just developing me to become the person that I need to be, to carry the weight of this assignment, to carry the weight of this calling and do it in a way to where it will not sabotage my success and in a way that I will be able to come from God and not be in a place to where I'm in performance-based behavior, where I'm working for God in a way to where this is not going to overtake me, but I'm truly walking in the anointing and the authority of my gifts. So as we, we are peeling this out, another thing that I love as we've listened to these clips is that we talk about expansion, which is the E of the codes. He really felt, he said that his priority was focusing on one thing. He said that my one focus was my place. And as we tap into expansion, expansion is about really focusing on the one thing. It's about really allowing that one thing to, to propel us into that levels of internal and external expansion. And so we accelerate our growth and our learning by really understanding how to go deep on the one thing. When we can really understand how to go deep on the one thing and like he Tyler Perry talks about is we're not spreading our water everywhere and not trying to, to cover many seas. When he said, when you're trying to cover many seas, you don't have enough water for the one sea. You don't have enough time. You don't have enough energy. You don't have enough money to really focus on the one thing. And so you really don't have enough of the resources that you need to create your next level of expansion. And so he said that it didn't matter how many no's that he heard and it didn't matter how hard it got and how the journey looked. He stayed anchored in his faith and he focused on one play, not plays y'all one play. And he did that play year after year after year. He started in 1992 all the way to 1998. It wasn't until 1998 that he had a breakthrough that was in his seventh year. And so from that, he started to have an increase. There started to become a rapid acceleration. And from that rapid acceleration, he went from not having anyone, those just, but those 30 people that he knew to just this massive scale of a business, which we'll talk about in scale here in just a moment but when you really focus on the one thing that one thing becomes the branch that accelerates you into many things it accelerated him and created an expansion for his tv shows it made room for his hollywood film productions because that one thing gave him the wisdom the knowledge the education the infrastructure it gave him started to develop his connections and develop his process in a way that when he was ready for a next level, the acceleration, it came and it came rapidly and he was ready for that. Listen, if we're ready for next level of expansion, it's, it's about us really taking time to focus in and to hone in. And it's time for us to stop looking to the left and the right and looking at how other people are being expanded and watering down our brand by doing too many things and trying to be too many too many uh, things at one time and, and trying to be a jack of all trades 
and a master of none, master the one and allow yourself to be expanded in who you're being. And when you expand in who you're being, you start to step into your brand authority and you start to take ownership of the thing that God has put in your hand. And as you take ownership of the thing that God has put in your hand, you start to learn how to steward it with a dominion mindset. And that dominion mindset, then it starts to take you into levels of a rapid acceleration that you couldn't have dreamed of. You couldn't have imagined and, and you're ready for it. And you step into it in a way that it doesn't create sabotage, but it positions you for lasting success. Kingdom success is always lasting. Let's tap into that last one. So when we think about scale, this is us tapping into the law of reaping and sowing. And I love that in this case study and as Tyler Perry was building his kingdom blueprint, he really focused on sowing. He sowed in time. He sowed in resources. He sowed in building up his process. He sowed in his talents and he never wavered, even to the point of going homeless, right? And so this is, he, he started to benefit and scale from the way that he sold into his success. And he did it with one obedient step over time. And that one obedient step over time, it led him to a 330 acre studio, y'all. 330 acre studio. Tyler Perry Studios is, it's a history making studio because it used to be one that was a Confederate army base. It was, it's Fort McPherson. And that was a army base that was set up during the American civil war. And now he has literally scaled his business to the point to where now he's hiring and training up new and emerging actors and entrepreneurs. And he's doing it in a a low economic neighborhood with people who didn't like, wouldn't have those opportunities. He is helping them to elevate and for them to expand. And he's doing that in a way to where, again, he's continually to sow. He's sowing into the new and the emerging leaders of our time. And so before there was a, before Kerry Washington was on scandal. He invested his time. He sold his time and gave her an opportunity before Idris Elba was who he is today. He sold into that, that leader. He sold into people like Viola Davis. He sold into people who was like Cicely Tyson, he talked about, and he talked about Cicely Tyson, even though she had already had a career, he talked about how he, she said with her own words, it's like he reignited or reawakened her career. Y'all, that is another level of scale when you're able to use, tap into your resources and create leverage in your business. And you're doing it in a way that is authentic to your platform. You're not doing it in a place that is 
from hustle. You're not doing it in a way that is coming from performance-based behavior. See, he could have easily been like, well, I got to go to Hollywood and do all the things that Hollywood is telling me to do for me to create leverage. He didn't do that. He did it by being authentic and, uh, and sewing into the authentic version of his dreams. And that part of that was to create leverage in his enterprise by hiring and training up new and emerging actors and entrepreneurs. He did it by going in and investing in a building that other people would have overlooked. And now he's doing his own productions from that. And had he not invested in the operations and did had a dominion mindset and focused his creativity and created that expansion, he wouldn't have been able to scale at that level. So when we talk about scaling, then this is us learning and understanding what to sow into and in what seasons do we need to be sowing into those things? Because as he was faithful with the little and going step by step through God's process and was faithful to trust that process. Now he has TV shows and he has literally created uh, shows that have, he has several shows that have grossed over into the billions of dollars, y'all. His shows are grossing into the billions of dollars. That is leverage. And he has created more millionaires than in a 10 year period. He talks about in a 10 year period, he created more millionaires than the all the studios in Hollywood combined, and especially in the African-American community. So when we really think about scaling, it's really understanding where do we need to create more leverage in our business and how do we create that leverage intentionally according to our unique gifts and according to our unique calling and the way that we've been uniquely designed because we don't want to be scaling and putting too much weight on, on our foundation that does not belong and we don't want to do it too quickly. We want to do it in a way that is true for us. Y'all, I hope that this segment has really blessed you because as I walk through this, this has blessed me. And I have become more just from following these principles. Listen, these are kingdom principles that Tyler Perry is, is, has followed. He has started from the small things and he's built over time. He's built over time. And we like to say around here, God, he has the plans but we have the codes. And these are simple ways for you to really tap into your unique codes according to your kingdom blueprint. Listen, if you need help doing that, you're a kingdom entrepreneur and maybe you're just getting started or maybe you're trying to scale your business or right, maybe you're in that messy middle of your business and you're at that crossroads and you're trying to determine what do I need to do next? And how do I get past this? How do I set my intention to line up with God's vision and God's blueprint for my life and my business? If that's you, I want to encourage you to, to set up a call with us and to really dig in with us to see how we may be able to serve you. Because I believe that there's a next level that's available for you, but it's a, that next level is about being intentional. And so if you're ready for to be intentional, I want to encourage you to apply for our next level program to see if that's a fit for you. Listen, this has been an amazing episode, and I look forward to continuing to walk this journey with you as you are unlocking your unique codes to create generational wealth. Until next time.
Bye. Did that episode feel juicy or what? If so, please do me a favor and take 30 seconds to write a review. Your review helps us to spread the mission of creating generational wealth around the world. And if you tag me on IG stories, I'll be sure to reshare the love. And don't forget to join our Kingdom Collaborators Network, where we're coming together to intentionally collaborate to grow our business. Until next time, remember, for with Christ, nothing is impossible.